Hi, my name is Anne-Marie Christelle. I'm a coach for hairstylists that wants to grow their business behind a chair without feeling overwhelmed or working longer hours behind a chair. I have over 20 years of experience working behind a chair, earning over six figures. If you wish to make more money without working longer hours behind a chair and bring in spiritual and sustainable principles into your business and life, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, I will mix business strategies, marketing tips, personal development, spiritual practices, and sustainable ways of living and working. Welcome to the Sustainable Hairstylist Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super, super excited to be back. Um, I had a little bit of a break because I've been in bed for about three weeks. Uh, I haven't been able to do much at all. But finally, I'm back on my feet again. I'm super excited to share today's podcast episode where I'm going to talk about five different types of photos and videos that you as a hairstylist should use in your business in order for you to really attract the right type of people into your share and um, really show off your work in the best possible way and truly connect with the right type of clients. I truly love taking photos uh, and I've gotten used to <laughs> creating videos and, and speak on camera, but it's been a little bit of a bumpy road. And I think my fascination with photography started when I was in around 13 or 14 years old when I got my first very camera to actually take real photos with. And back in the day, that was a camera where you actually put film in uh, and you did a bunch of stuff in the dark room. And I started off playing around with black and white photo in a dark room at school and uh, really worked on that. Um, and later on, I actually had one idea of pursuing a career as a photographer, but I think my younger brother took over that idea um, as soon as he actually learned how to take photos and, and actually stole my camera and started to take off on a photo journey on his own and actually doing work like that um, and the photos that you might see of me uh, working the photos that you might see that are brand photos um, and the photos that you see of my clients that I've taken in the salon uh, most of those photos are photos that I have taken of myself and and the other photos are taken by my husband but most of them uh, is taken by me because sometimes i just get an idea and i cannot wait until he can help me out so i actually have a system on how to uh, take photos together with a tripod and um, 
staying up my camera and I have a remote control uh, so I can actually take photos like that uh, but more and more and more I am allowing and waiting for my husband to help me out because it is so much easier uh, so I play around with taking photos of my clients, creating videos of my clients, um, and doing so that it creates a connection for people. And I truly love playing around with the camera and playing around with, uh, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? Um, and, and just work with the environment you have, uh, work with the client and work with the tool that you have. So one of the most important things that I want to talk about today is actually knowing your tool. It doesn't matter if you have a professional DSLR camera that I am using or if you're using your phone, um, the phone's cameras and, and um, video equipment are amazing today. So um, you do not need to go and buy an expensive camera uh, in order for you to take really, really good photos. If you are on a budget, use the, the phone that you have. And it is more important to actually invest in some kind of light that can light your space up when it's dark. And sometimes we need to have two types of light in order for us to really show off those colors and so on if you have a dark space. And we also want to think of what kind of background do I have? Because a background will always reflect color onto the client's hair. And this is something that I tell hairstylists over and over and over again. If your speciality is color, and let's say that you have a pink salon and you have done a beautiful ice blonde color on a client and you take this client and put her in front of a pink wall and the full room is pink. And then maybe you have some fun lights that have different colors in them because the light that you have in your space um, have different tones of color as well. Even if you don't see it with the eye, it's there. And then you start to take photos. And then you see that little pink shimmer in the client's hair. That is because the walls are reflecting color onto the client's head. So my recommendation, if you want to have clean photos, if you want to see that the client's hair uh, should look amazing, invest in a white backdrop. You can get them on Amazon. It's not expensive. Uh, you can uh, use them. There are these that you can put on the wall or in the ceiling or there is these pop-ups or you can just pull up. There are many different options, but I think that will really help you in a way to take clearer photos. And the thing is, when we're taking 
pictures of our clients. We want the hair to show. We want that to be the focal point. So by having a clean background, the hair will pop. And if you have a clean background, uh, there will be no reflection of other colors as well. I can go back into big details about this, but this is not what the podcast is about. So the podcast is about what type of photos that you need in your hairstyling business. Because the thing is, this is scary, and I think it might be even lower, but you actually have three seconds. One, two, three before someone actually have a judgment of what it is that your image say, what it is it says about the quality of the work, um, if they like you or not. So either the photo will attract people into your world or repel you. So either attract people into your world or repel you. And you have three seconds. And I think now when things are speeding up, People are just used to this boom, 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 all the time. I think that might be that um, the retention spam for people have become even shorter. So maybe you have two seconds. <laughs> but I will hold on to the three seconds uh, just in case. So taking good photos and creating good videos is a skill. And it's a skill that can be learned if you want to. It's a skill that needs to be practiced uh, in order for us to um, understand what it is that we need to do. Um, we need to become comfortable with actually taking photos and understanding the tool that we're using. So are you using your phone? Really understand uh, what, how does the camera work in my phone? How can I take good videos? And my best recommendation for you is to actually go to Google, check out what phone or camera do you have that you want to use. Google it, find instruction manuals on the internet uh, of your type of phone. Uh, so Google the phone name or the camera name and then how to take photos with this. And you will probably find many, many different instruction manuals and you will find different tips and tricks on just how to use your. My recommendation is also for you to um, use a friend, use a family member, use a doll, anything um, that you can actually practice with and play around with and go to the area in the salon where you usually take photos. My recommendation is to create a photo area that is a de designated photo area for your salon. That is your photo studio in the salon. Every single uh, salon should have their own photo area. So it becomes easy for you to actually take the before and after photos. Create the before and after videos. Because if, if it is easy, so if it is easy to actually create these, this content and you have made room to create the content. 
And this is one of the things that I know I hear over and over again and where I don't have time. Uh, I don't have time to create content. I don't have time to do all of this in my business. So my recommendation is to actually add 10 to 15 minutes extra on every single client that is booked. So add 10 to 15 minutes extra for every single person that is booked in your calendar. So let's say that you do a, a cut in the blow dry that usually takes you one hour. So a cut and blow dry now is one hour and 15 minutes. In order for you to make room for the photo part, you add that into um, the time that you actually spend with your client. Because when we have room, both physical room, a place to actually take these photos in your salon, and then room in time-wise to actually not stress through uh, getting that photo or video right. And the more comfortable you can become in using your tool, the easier it will actually be to take those photos because you are comfortable, you know how to use your phone or camera. And remember, you are the person that needs you to be comfortable within yourself in order for your clients to be comfortable in front of the camera. And not everyone likes having their photo taken, but there are a bunch of different poses that you can actually do without your clients needing to show off their face. And you need to remember to look at what does your client's body language say in the camera as well. Because how the body language is, how people are standing, how they're presenting themselves, say a lot uh, with if they are comfortable, that actually sends a signal that they actually like the hair that you have created. If they stand in a more powerful pose, then you will attract more of that kind of people. So the more control you are, and the more comfortable you are, the more comfortable you will get your clients to be and the more control you are and um, in how they should stand and what the light needs to be, it will become so much easier. So the first type of photos that I you have to have in your hairstyling business is the before and after photo and the before and after video with a clean uh, background because this will show off that you have taken your clients from this step into that step and when you take the before and after photo you always want to look at okay what does the client's body look before and how does the client's body look after so they look similar Make sure that they are standing in the same way. Make sure that you have this, the different poses so you can actually do either a carousel post where people are swiping and you show the, 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 the hair from different sides 
or you can do a before and after photo in one photo to actually show I took my clients from this to that. And these photos you can use uh, on social. Uh, you should use before and after photos uh, on your website. Make sure that you are using your own photos of the transformations that you have created and not the photos that have been given by different brands. You should show off your work and no one else's work on your website. The same on social media. The second type of photos that you should have is photos of you and your client together when you're working with your client. You could either ask uh, one of your uh, sa salon colleagues to help you out. So while you are in the process of doing this client's hair, uh, you can take photos from the mirror, you can take photos from the side, you can take photos when you are doing the washing, you can take different types of photos when you are working with the client, styling the hair and so on. If you are working by yourself, if you don't want to nag your coworkers with help, uh, having a tripod and if you are using your phone, there is this countdown timer on every single phone nowadays that you can use. Um, two phones, there are remote controls. You can also use remote controls to your, if you are using a DSLR camera, that is what I am using when I'm taking my own photos of me. Usually uh, they have a range of like up to five meters. So you can stand there, click a button, it takes a, a photo and so on. And do not be afraid of taking several images. So when you, from one side you take five photos, from another side you take five photos. And you, then you just choose the best one. You're not using film. We are living in the digital age, even if I love taking photos with real film. Uh, it, it's easier to, when you are learning your own camera, your own phone, you can take as many photos that you like, just go through and delete all the ones that you don't enjoy and play around with this. Make sure that uh, the photos are showing off uh, that you are enjoying your time with your client, showing off that uh, your client is comfortable. Always ask beforehand, is it okay if I can take some photos of you and me together? Uh, if they feel a bit uncomfortable, uh, make sure that um, you are uh, listening to that. If they are okay that maybe they're just having a photo from the side taken and so on. But have a discussion with your client. And why we want to have these photos is to actually show that you are real. To actually show the interaction that you are having with your clients. To actually show that you are the one standing in the salon doing this hair. Because the scary part is there is some people that actually steal photos from other people and put them up as their work. This has have happened to me over and over and over and over again. I've actually seen 
people printing my photos and uh, having them in their windows in their salon as commercials for their salon. This is crazy. And I want you to actually learn how to take photos that look so good that you actually can print them out and hang them on your wall. It's not hard. It's up to you to want to learn how to do this and become comfortable because the more comfortable you can actually become, the easier it will get. So having photos of you and your client together in your salon um, will also create a connection with your future clients and get them to have a little piece of seeing what does it look for me to actually sit in that chair. How does it feel to be getting my hair done by uh, Sarah or uh, getting my hair done by Anna or whatever your name is. It puts them into the chair. It also shows that you are real. It, it really uh, brings that extra thing. By just posting photos of your work, there's no uh, human connection with you. And we want people to connect with you. And these photos can also be used uh, on your social media, can be used on your website and anywhere on your digital world um, to really show off who you are so that people can connect with you. Something super fun that you can actually also do. Most phones has a way of creating a time-lapse video. Um, if you don't know how, I know iPhone has this setting nowadays in the camera uh, where you can just scroll to time-lapse and decide on how many photos it's take per minute. And you can actually do a video of uh, the when you are creating something for your client. Um, so you just put it on, put the camera up and then you do the hair uh, maybe move it around depending on what you're working on with a client. Um, put save and it creates a video for you that you easily can just um, put some text over and create a reel or a TikTok video over it. So um, this is a version of um, the selfie photos together with your client uh, to create a time-lapse video to show off that you are actually the one doing the work um, and you are creating these transformations uh, for your client. And the tripod is really, really good at uh, doing this as well. And there is this, I think it's called a gooseneck um, attachment that you can also find. It, it actually is like a, a bend Thing so that you can actually bend around where you actually want to have the photo so it's not just from one angle. So these are extra things that you can get that are super good if you want to create more interesting videos, photos and so on from your salon. The third type of video and photo that you want to show off is images of your space. 
images of your salon both just images of what it looks like and then images of you in the salon maybe doing the dishes maybe folding the laundry maybe cleaning up maybe you're clearing the energy from your space or all of these stuff maybe uh, a photo of you sitting and responding to things um, on social media with your phone in hand and you can actually say in the caption like how long people can uh, expect it takes for you to respond to things so that you have that into communication with um, your followers and your clients and so on so that they actually know um, what to expect from you and showing off your salon actually also helps building that connection it helps your clients to look forward to come to your space it helps your clients to understand where are they coming to so and it also is recognition so when they are coming to your space for the very first time they recognize it uh, they feel more comfortable and the more we can get our uh, new clients to become, even before they come to you, the more they can trust you, the easier it will actually be to uh, transform them into a premium client that is paying a premium price that is coming regularly to get their hair done by just you. So we want them to become, uh, they. We want them to trust you, we want them to feel comfortable, we want them to feel that uh, they are safe in your space because then they will just communicate better with you what it is that they actually want to have done with their hair and in that way they will feel more comfortable, they will feel more amazing and more likely they will book their next appointment and then it becomes a regular thing that they will be a client that will come back for more and more and more and more because as soon as you have gotten someone into your space it's easier to transform them into a regular client than actually getting people to take the first leap and reach out to you and book that first appointment Moving on to something that I think is super fun is to actually create an instruction video for your clients. And you're not just doing this for your clients, you're doing it for yourself as well. So when you are creating a new hairdo that creates any type of new styling for your clients, it can be overwhelming to just listen and look at what it is that you're doing in order for your client to actually recreate that kind of styling at home. So the tripod comes in here as well. So creating, so when you are styling and you know that you are creating a new uh, style for your clients, uh, tell them that I will show you how to style this hair and I will record a video for you that will show you when I'm doing this for you and I will send that video to you. 
So they can actually, when they are at home, sit and look at, okay, she was using this product, uh, she was doing this, and, and this is step one, two, three, four, five. Then you send that video to your client uh, so that they feel that they can understand what it is that they're doing. So they can watch it over and over again, try it, and really come into a com comfortable way of styling their hair in a new way. You are also using this on your social media. If you're using TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, wherever, and you can actually show your future clients like, hey, I did this new style for blah, blah, blah. This is the way that I recommend that you style the hair in order for you to create this type of style. Uh, this will be something that both your client will think is amazing and it, it is also something that your followers that we are going to convert into paying customers will think is amazing because they will become wowed by the way that you are actually going above and beyond for your clients. You can actually ask your client when they're sitting in uh, your chair and see like, hey, do you understand how to style this? Or do you want me to create a, a small tutorial for you? Every time I've done this, my clients are amazed. They are like, wow, um, I have helped them with this. They just love it and they feel that I go above and beyond for them to help them out with this. So creating these instruction videos, uh, it can be using different tools. It can be showing off different products, uh, different styles. Um, if you feel uncomfortable doing this with a client in the chair, you can also do this with a doll or with one of the members of the salon staff or something like that. But the more you are getting used to doing this over and over again, it easier it will become. And the more maybe you become comfortable actually speaking in front of a camera, the easier it will become. My own story is uh, I actually literally hated being on camera because uh, growing up, my father, he, he had done photography work and he was always forcing us to do this or that in front of the camera. And it was never asked like, or invited to, can you do this? Can you do that? It was more out of a, a control thing and a force thing that actually made me so uncomfortable being on camera and actually speaking on video made me freak out. But speaking on camera was one of the things that I had to get over when I started to teach. It was one of the things that I actually understood that if I start to share all my knowledge, I will actually help people out. And 
I remember the first YouTube video I ever made. Uh, I was crying for 30 minutes before I actually hit record. And you can actually see at the end of the video where I'm going like, <gasps> thank you, goodbye. Um, and with practice, um, I don't even think about it anymore. Um, I'm comfortable in front of the camera, both in photos, uh, speaking like this, uh, listening to what I'm actually saying, uh, editing videos and so on. So it's all about us getting over ourselves. Because remember, you are here to actually help people. You are here to transform people from the inside and out. And the more we have to like get over the things that are holding us back, the more we can actually just understand that I am here to actually help other people. It's more important for me to remove everything that is stopping me to step into uh, the best version of who I can become so that I can help more people. And the more you can show up, the more you can speak your truth, the easier it will be for your dream clients to actually uh, connect with you. And that is an important thing to remember. So if you feel that it's hard to take photos or create videos, how can you make sure that you become more comfortable with this? Speaking on camera, uh, creating um, instruction videos. Remember, you're doing this to connect with your future clients. And it is all about them and the people that you already have in your chair. So how can you build a better connection? How can you build a better relationship with them? Uh, and how can you make them feel welcome? And the last type of photo that I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode is um, branding photos. So we've been talking about uh, before and after photos, before and after videos. Uh, we've been talking about you in the salon together with your clients. Um, we've been talking about photos of the salon and photos of you in the salon. We've been talking about instruction manuals uh, of how to style things, how to use different products and so on. And the last thing that I should, I think that every single hairstylist should have is branding photos of you in your salon. Uh, and these are photos that should be taken by a photographer. And it should be a bunch of different photos of you in different situations. And remember, when you are taking these type of photos, have different outfits with you um, and maybe do different styles of your hair. So it actually looks like it's from different settings. And these photos can be used um, on your website on your social media, in ads, uh, if 
let's say that the local newspaper want to write about something that you're doing and they need some photos. Maybe they don't have a photographer. You can use a bunch of those branding photos and they can be used in so many different ways. And why you should have these type of professionally made photos is because it puts you um, in a more professional way. If you don't have the eye as a professional photographer, then you should really, really have these photos taken by someone. Um, maybe you have someone that you know, uh, maybe you can put out uh, a post on social media that you're looking for someone. Maybe someone of your clients already know someone. Maybe you have a photographer, friend, uh, client and so on that actually can help you out. Uh, but these photos should show off you at different situations in the salon. Uh, and these are also one step further to actually show off you as a professional in your salon. Uh, these photos should be used everywhere. And um, a professional photographer would know uh, what kind of type of photos you should create. Um, and they should have also an eye of that we should do this, we should do that. You can use these photos um, as thumbnails, you can use them on your website, you can use them a little bit of everywhere. And my recommendation for you also, here's a pro tip. Any type that, time that you are taking any of these photos, remember to look at what does the salon look like. You don't want to have clutter around. You don't want to have a bunch of different uh, things lying around. Uh, it should be welcoming. It should be open. And you should always look at, okay, what is the posture of my body? Am I welcoming? If you're standing with your uh, arms crossed, that's not really creating an openness in your photos. So you always want to make sure that the photos that you're putting out there is um, enjoyment, uh, comfortable, openness, uh, you should be open to having conversations with people. So these five type of photos and videos should be the thing that you should um, put into your calendar to create. And a tip that I actually teach inside of my social media course is to actually every week when you are looking at your calendar to look at, okay, what kind of clients do I have this week? What do maybe beforehand you already know what it is that you're creating for them. Uh, and actually write some notes in either on a paper on or in your digital calendar and look at, okay, so if uh, Sarah is coming that day, what, uh, 
type of photos or videos should I create with her? And then the next one and then the next one. So every single client that you have booked, what is it that I'm going to create with them? You know the comfortable level when it is someone that maybe is coming to you for some time. So the more you actually plan out, here is what it is that uh, I'm going to do with these different clients. And in the morning you look at, okay, remember, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, la 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 la. So in f when you are uh, receiving your client, look at your notes, okay. Uh, ask them if this is okay. So then you take the before photo, the after photo, you're doing this, you're doing that. Um, and the more you prep yourself, make room for things to happen, play around and test and test and test, the better you will become. But you have to have the willingness to do it and you have to have the openness to play around. And the more play you get into this, the more excited your clients will become. And I noticed that when I actually learned how to create amazing photos for uh, of my clients, I actually saw a difference in how my clients actually were expecting me to take photos of them. And they were expecting me to put them out on social media and they wanted to have those photos themselves as well. And they started to share those photos and they uh, shared my work as well. So in that way, more eyes were put on the work that I was creating. And this is something that you can do as well. So remember to, you have the before and after photo, before and after video. Um, you have photos of you in the salon, in different spaces, uh, both with the client, selfies with the client. You have you and your salon space. And then we have the instruction video and then we have the branding photos. All of this will help you to have content both on your website. And I will talk over and over again that you, your website is the only place on the internet that you actually own the rights to. Um, so you always should have a place on the internet that you own and that should be your website. The photos before and after photos videos that you take of your clients should be updated regularly if it is once a week once a month whatever it is put them on there so that people that go to your website has a reason to go to your website um, and then we should use also content for social media to get our work out there and more eyes on it Start to think of this, start to plan out, make room, play around, and you will see a big shift in both the type of people that will start to reach out to you and always have an intention behind everything that you do. Uh, I hope that this has given you something. Uh, I want to say thank you for today. 
and we'll see you next week. Bye! Wow, thank you for staying at the very end of this episode. If you felt that this episode gave you any value, please share it with a friend that might need to hear this message at this very moment. If you had a huge aha moment, I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at sereneflow underscore. And I would love to hear uh, what your big aha moment was. If you want to help us grow this podcast, uh, I would love for you to uh, go on on iTunes and find the Sustainable Hairstylist podcast and put in a review. That will help us uh, reach more people with this podcast so that we can together change the world. Sending you lots and uh, love and peace. Enjoy your day. See you next week. Bye bye.